I think Petty Kevin Love has returned. Did, have uh, you, how so? Well, you got to look at his IG story, which it's weird to me to follow like famous athletes on Instagram right. because I just the medium. I just don't know why you would do that. Like you don't really interact. You just kind of observe. Um, you just follow. Yeah, you just follow. It's not. It's not. It's a. It's a one-sided thing. Oh, hey, you're famous. I would like to see how you live. Pretty okay, much. Okay, kind of makes sense now. They said it out loud. I get why people <laughs> do that. But uh, Kevin Love gets bought out, signs with Miami, and now are you ready for this? He is posting Drake lyrics to his Instagram story about what? That's a different bit. Um, it's seemingly <laughs> aimed at his uh, his former team. So the. This is the I'm gonna. Uh, he has uh, the the what the lyrics in quotations. Tables turn, bridges burn. You live and learn. Is he now a villain? I think he might be wading into waters that I don't think he really wants to wade no, into. No, he don't want to mess with this. Like he went. He he's was too nice for this. He was so careful. He's nice, but I think he's very sensitive. If is that okay to say? Is that am I defaming the character of Kevin Love if I say he's a bit sensitive? Because, listen, let me just say one thing real quick. Everybody's sensitive. There are very few people in the world, whether it's doing what we do, whether it's athletes, there are very few people that have a public job that I haven't seen get sensitive here and there. I have tried very hard to desensitize myself. So when somebody on Twitter says, I don't like you, I can just move past it. You can just deal with it? I don't have to engage in like a Twitter beef. I don't have to attack them. I can just say, "Oh, it's okay. They don't like me. That they don't like whatever they whatever the personality is that comes out of the the, the speakers." I get that. I'm not no, literally. There's not one person for everybody. Then what's it? Ken's old adage that he 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 searched Vin Scully on Twitter and saw people crap talking Vin Scully and then realized, "Oh, that's just what social media. That's just is. what people do." But I think Kevin. So while I think most public people who live their job brings them in front of the public i think most of us are naturally going to be some level of sensitive but i just have never seen somebody tap dance on the line between loved and hated like i have seen what kevin love has done in cleveland over a decade by the way it's year to year like he was the spare the spare superstar when he first got here, oh, some some of us have to learn to fit in. Some of us have to learn to fit out. We yep. all remember that. Then there was the big summit when he was a free agent, where him and LeBron We're had meeting to, at a pool or something. Had to meet at the pool, and LeBron had his guys, and Kevin had his guys. It's like a mafia meeting or something. And then they won the title, and he's got the belt and the supermodel girlfriend. Yep. All right. And then Kyrie goes away, and all of a sudden Kevin Love isn't good enough to be the second superstar on a team that can win a championship. And then LeBron goes away, and then Dan Gilbert's like, you want $120 million, Kevin? Even though nobody else is going to pay you this, and here's then, $120 million. And then, be, why? No and then. Um, <laughs> Remember that movie? What is it? Eat cookie. No and then. All right, sorry. You have to tell me off air, because yeah. I'm blanking right now. And then, he's overpaid. And then he was upset at his playing time or his role on the team. And then he walks it all back, becoming the good guy on last year's team. I mean, I thought it was funny hearing Joe Varden talk about him this morning. Joe said, yeah, like like 
four weeks ago, Kevin Love said he could see his career ending in Cleveland. And four weeks later, actually really two weeks later, he starts to not play and all of a sudden Kevin Love wants out. Which, by the way, the fact that Kevin Love asked for a buyout, received his buyout, and went and signed with a uh, a contender for Cleveland, even that wasn't enough to yep. piss off most Kevin Love loyalists. So now he's like, well, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and subtweet my former team. <laughs> like, Kevin, you're in South Beach. You've made $270 million. You've got a team that can exact revenge on the court should these two teams meet up in the playoffs. Have you not won? Like, who is who is Kevin Love's beef with? That he went from, oh, I could see myself, my, my career ending here, to two weeks later asking out. Yep. And, like, it's so weird because I haven't usually, in, like, a divorce like this, Dusty, mm-hmm. somebody takes a side. Fans, mm-hmm. you know, let, me, let me specify, Span, fans take the side. I didn't see a lot of criticism for the Cavs out of this. Right. And I don't see a lot, or, or up until now, I haven't seen a lot of criticism of Kev. And yet he's still out here, presumably, and I should say presumably, looking for attention about his breakup with the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't like it. I didn't like he went to Miami. and this I'm stuff. Just, he's just not high enough on my care level scale, whatever you want to call it. Why not? I don't know, because he's, he's kind of irrelevant. Oh, I... I think that's a momentary thought. You think so? I think if Kevin goes in the final 25 games and averages, basically what's what he was last year in Cleveland, I think fans are, especially if they meet up in the first round, I think fans will have a lot of questions about why he was let go. And again, I don't think that's a question for the Cavs. I think that's a question for Kevin Love. Guys, Kevin Love, as he was mm-hmm. for the first 40 games this year, Mm-hmm. And I know the thumb injury was there. I want to. I want to. I, I. I love me some Kevin Love. He was borderline unplayable. If he's not shooting well enough, if he can't pass well enough because his hand is hurt, and he really is still a defensive liability, he can't be out there. So, why did he get in his feelings? Was something said behind the scenes? I bet you there was something behind the scenes that happened. Was it the front office? Was it JB? Because I just I this stinks like high, high hell to me, and I don't like it. And I again, I'm more inclined to to blame Kevin than I am to blame the Cavs. But like, was it the fact that the the Cavs and I, I can't remember who reported this? Was it Jason Love or Jason Lloyd? Not Jason Love. That's a different guy. I'm not sure. Um, I think Jason reported that the Cavs had kind of let it known that Kevin's contract was available. Was it that? Because it could be. Because I'll be honest with you, Kev. That's what you are. Until that contract expires, you're a huge contractual piece that the Cavs had everything in their right mind to try and see if you could get a better player at that same price so that that deal didn't expire and that money effectively goes away. Like, it's so weird to me when people are like, well, but the Cavs got to save money. That's about saving money to stay under the luxury tax. Yeah. That's not, they, you're not going to open up enough cap space to actually recoup a $32 million, a 28, 32, whatever, um, however much he's making off the top of my head, I can't think. But that same exact pay of a player. So really, it's just saving the Gilberts a couple million dollars, which again, 
this is more about four years down the road, so I do understand that. I'm not trying to make light of that. But, like, why do I care about that? Yeah, I don't care about that. Like, that's that's a Gilbert problem. You guys deal with it. You're billionaires. It's okay. Life isn't that tough. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I find this annoying, and I'm already annoyed at Kevin for going to Miami. When I'm going to go ahead and say, because the only two people we heard about, the only two teams, Dusty, were Eastern Conference teams. It was with Boston and Miami, right? I'm going to go ahead and say that Kevin had some interest from the West. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and just out loud think to myself because those are two really smart, shrewd organizations. Well, he's also from the West Coast. Yeah, that's the other part of this. Oh, I can play Although, close I mean, to home. Go, he's going to Miami, dude. Like, come on, he's basically going to California. Yeah, but he's making the vet men to go to Miami, which Was means anybody he's else going to pay him more than that. Well, well, but the point is, it's expensive to live in Miami, and that, that's kind of the greater point. He probably has a house there. You think so? A lot yeah. of players do have. A lot of players yeah. do. You could not. I, I, Miami, you got your place. East Coast house, you got your West Coast house. And then your Cleveland house? Then your Cleveland condo. Your Cleveland place, you live six months out of the year when you play basketball there. Your Cleveland studio apartment. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think it was downtown Cleveland, though, because remember when the championship was here? Mm-hmm. And, uh, or sorry, the, when they were def- going for the championship every year, and we'd see him being escorted out of town? Dave. Yes. Welcome to the show, friend. Thank you, man. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Love you right back, buddy. So what's up? What's up? I'll tell you what's up. I, I I love you guys, but I totally disagree with this whole Kevin Love thing. How There's dare no you? conspiracy theory. There's nothing like, you know, they're playing him. What happened, in my opinion, is that they didn't play him because they were looking that hopefully somebody would want to trade for him and that it would get something. Uh, they didn't want him playing because he could get injured. Players who aren't as old, you'd actually want to showcase them so they could have some big games and they'll have a higher uh, trade value. Uh, they, they, they want Dean Wade in there. They need him in there. He's the young Kevin Love. He won't be as good, I don't think, but he'll be able to do near a double-double, hopefully, at least 10, 6, whatever he'll do. But they wanted Love. He was a great teammate. He bit the bullet, took a step back, you know, helped out the younger guys, and we didn't run him out of town, and he didn't definitely did not just leave us hanging. We, All right, we, real quick, Dave, then why yeah. is he uh... – Quote tweeting Drake lyrics on his IG. Because he's trying to drum up some excitement with him coming to Miami. He's got no ill will. He loves Cleveland. I'm telling you, they're going to retire his number. He's a legend here. He's a great guy, great teammate. Nobody's ever said anything or found anything that you know counters that he's a great guy. So he's just he's just doing this to maybe probably and I don't know, just to tighten his brand, you know. Let's let's let make some waves. I'm coming to Miami. He's not just coming there to be a bob in the water. He's coming to make a splash. And so I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think we're reading in between the lines there. So I think, and real quick, we appreciate it, buddy. I think you're separating Kevin Love and his frustration with the Cavs organization and Kevin Love and his love of Cleveland. Or rather, I think you're conflating the two things. I think Kevin Love probably does love Cavs fans, and he probably does love playing for a place nine years and making a couple hundred million dollars. Who wouldn't? But I think there might be more to this story. And that's all I would say, because it's cool to disagree. You know, we all have different opinions on this. But just don't be shocked if something further comes out on this. Like the next time we interview 
Jason Lloyd and asked him directly if there's any sort of a problem between the Cavs and Kevin Love. Kevin Love is uh, maybe subtweeting the Cleveland Cavaliers on IG. You think there's a chance Kevin Love turns back into a villain over the next couple months here, especially if these two teams meet up in the playoffs? Saddam Caper's hair. Yes. If you guys haven't seen it, one of us should probably retweet it. Well, I want more Twitter followers, so at Nick Wilson says, I'm retweeting it. Um, If you're going to get a rug, and listen, hey, I'm losing some hair, guys. I totally get it. Yeah, I'm not. It's I'm, tough. I'm never going the rug route. I'll never be a rug rat. You'd now, be surprised. Now, there are g- people that you don't know that have rugs. Really? Like yeah. good ones? Yeah. Give me an example. Um... Okay, well, that's different because the point is you don't know what <laughs> Like what people are. in local media? So, okay. I'm, I'm, de- I'm debating whether I can tell this story on air. I'm you trying leave to names think. and details out of it? All right, so I went with a, a hair loss clinic in Charlotte. Oh, listen, okay. I'm not above doing the Vanscoy route. Nope, neither am I. And my point was I wanted to just try and get, because I have very thick hair and it's just thinning up top. So it well, you, looks like I'm going. Because you bald. wear a cap all day. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that's part of it. I, it's also if you have really thick hair and there's a lot of it, you lose ten percent of that, and it it looks like you're going bald. So I was supposed to do the hair regrowth treatment, which is a slower plan. Right. That's why I signed up with this this company, and I go in for my first treatment, and the woman working shaves the middle of my head. Oh no. And I was so mortified because I just gotten it washed because you got to do the wash. And then I was so mortified. Why did she shave the middle of your head? Well, because the company had decided that they wanted to put a rug on me so so that they could show results quicker. The problem is nobody told me. They didn't tell you? So so she literally takes the the clippers down the center of my head. Oh, that's the point of no return. And I like, I couldn't breathe. Like I literally I couldn't breathe I, either. I was so I can't breathe right now. I was so mortified that I stopped. I was like, and I couldn't say stop. And so she she does this, and dude, within two minutes, she trims the. She gives me the the uh, was it Larry Curly Mo Larry from Three Stooges. The old I just have the sides left, and I'm I'm not making fun of it. I'm not I'm not making this up. She just slapped the rug on the top of my hair. Now, okay, do you have a picture? No. Oh, no, but here's the thing. You couldn't tell that it was a, but I knew. And I knew like it was a ridiculous haircut for me to have. So they just picked one out too. They didn't give me a choice. They just picked out a haircut and just slapped the bad boy on my dome. And I put a hat on as soon as, and I went home and I get out of my car and I look at Vanessa and I looked like I was about to cry. Now, in fairness, I kept the thing on for a week because they were paying me. Oh, and you kept it on for a week? Well, yeah, because you understand. Okay. The damn thing is like cemented on there. What do you mean cement? They glue it on? It's, dude, it is the, it, 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 like. How do they get it off? This, they have to like heat it up? If you put this in a dam, it'd hold a dam together. That's how strong of, of glue or whatever they have is. And so I tried. I tried really hard. Did you wear a hat over top of it? No. You and, wore the hair? And here's the thing. Nobody knew. Is Nick Wright's hair real? No. I'm just going to go ahead and say no. 
Because all of a sudden, he just he, he went from having no hair. He, he went from the Fedor, the buzz, to being like, oh, well, now I've got like well, the Vincent Vega didn't from er, Pulp Erlacher do the hair thing, too? Yes. And, and he ended up getting a, a decent amount of hair back? I, I think that's a rug, too. You think it's a that's, rug? That's just me. I'm just saying. Again, you don't understand the rug technology out here. I, apparently not. Now, long story, uh, a week later, I went in, told them, uh, you have to fire this client because this is what they did to me. And then I literally that night, after a half bottle of something, ripped the, it was like Hannibal Lecter with a face, <laughs> ripped this thing off my head. And I'll tell you, there's not a, you, our $50 million thing, for $50 million, I wouldn't reenact this. That's how bad it was. So we say that to say, we just tweeted out, or retweeted the Dave Damashek tweet about uh, Dom Capers. That is a rug. And if you're in the NFL and that's the rug you go with, sir, you're cheap. Yeah, turn on your mic. I'm a pro. <laughs> but now you he put say a rat on his head. This might be the worst rug I've ever seen. And here's the thing. I think Dom Capers had a bad rug 30 years ago when he was in Carolina the first time. And we just didn't realize it because they posted the picture and it's, it's the similar hairline, not good looking either. Is it possible it's real and you just dyed it? It, no, no, I, what do you think? Um, it looks really fake to me. It looks so obnoxiously fake mm-hmm. that I'd be like embarrassed to leave the house. Well, yeah, but you got to figure he's sixty-seven. He's just covering. He's just covering up the forest. Just put a hat on, bro. You're a coach. I don't know if he's still single. Maybe is he trying know, to pull a little, uh, a little tail, little tail, a little that Queen City, a little boy band tail, Queen City Mamas. I don't know. Queen City Mamas. I don't, I don't know. Is really. that a thing? Could be. Could not be. Listen, there's a lot of people, Southern people with a lot of money, who are just bored and just looking for thirty minutes of fun. That's all I'm going to say. Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, Nick, you could have went with the snaps in your head where, you you know, those guys get the snaps in there because the wind never blows it away there. Yeah, you know? I think the snap is worse. I think you got to go with the full hair rug, right? What's the snap? Oh. It literally, it's like the extensions, oh, but for men. It, it, it's insane. You, you got to be insane to do that one. Can't Czar, welcome to the show. Okay, so you said Don Capers being in the NFL and has a wig that looks like that is cheap. Yes. What about Gene Simmons? You ever see that helmet that he wears? Yeah, that's really disturbing. That's a good point. But Gene has admitted he is uh, a select spender, meaning he's not cheap across the board. But he is like, have you ever seen that helmet when he puts the hat on it? Yeah. Oh, my God, it's awful. It's awful. Gene Simmons' hair now Looks like mine did when I was 15. <laughs> I'm just I'm going to take that as that's not a good thing, right? Oh, I I had I had my hair was like an afro when it would get long, and my, I still have a full. I'm 58. I still have a full head of thick curly hair, but when it starts going wild, I tell people I look like a stick of broccoli because <laughs> my hair just goes poof. Well, I am jealous, Czar. We appreciate you, bud. How is it that there are this many vain men who are sick of losing their hair? In the world, and we haven't figured out how to get real hair on, back on top of our heads. With billions of dollars. Yeah. Me, me, Kevin Durant, and LeBron. We're in the same pod together. With that middle patch? With that... No. That but, back middle patch? I have that back middle patch, The back yeah. middle patch, yeah. It's 
very upsetting to me.